Do it again from the beginning. I really no. like stars, but I don't like wars. But I like Star Wars together. Star Wars, baby. Did it. I was going to make my first edit note for the episode. Cut the beginning. What time did that go to? Where we at? Thirty seconds. Cut until twenty seconds. Okay. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. So won't you lend an ear? Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Meandering Movie Podcast, where we talk about movies, video games, TV, celebrity news, uh, food, family, food, family, alcoholism, alcoholism. Did you hear the, uh, <laughs> the one about the Irish priest, the interview with Daisy, Red- Daisy Ridley No, that she did recently? So uh, she did this interview and um, I think her, like her dad, her dad or her uncle was in dad's army and like. She's got family that are like and work for the BBC and stuff like that. And the guy was like, oh, so how do you think that your reasonably like privileged background has helped in your acting career? And she got really pissy and was like, it absolutely hasn't. Like, And then she's tried to say that her and John Boyega were the same. Ooh. And I'm pretty sure John Boyega is from a council estate in yeah. Peckham. Yeah. Um, and if like he's, he's said multiple times, like if uh, Attack the Block wasn't made using kids from like proper schemes and things he might not have had the chances he did have yeah but daisy ridley had a whole interview where she tried to compare her life to john boyega's and like it was the same oh funny (laughs) (laughs) oh daisy ridley why why would you try and do that i because she's out of touch yeah she's out no it's not me it's wrong it's the kids (laughs) (laughs) i'm not the problem society is um yeah so we are on that note gonna be talking about star wars but not about uh daisy ridley and who's gonna be talking about star wars us (laughs) (laughs) that was perfect the way you just looked at me paused and went (laughs) again disclaimer only perfect to us because audio Oh, but they, they heard it. They, they heard, they, it. They, they heard uh, it. I am Gary Copeland, your main host, and I'm joined today by... Main host, really? I'm the main host. I mean, I've been here since the beginning. I think. Yeah, I know, and you've been a tertiary and we've, we've character. We've done an episode without Gary. <laughs> I've been an absolute fucking... We've done one without Gary, and he is absolutely the main host. <laughs> no, I lead the episodes. Yeah. Um, I'm not an anchor that weighs this thing What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> My name is the dregs at the bottom of your can, Gavin. Why do you pick names like that for yourself? <laughs> it's funny. Again, in the shower today. Uh, Ryan. Skittles. 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 Touch the rainbow. <laughs> taste the rainbow. No, I was Taste the Rainbow last week. Touch the rainbow this week. What's I it was Taste the Rainbow two weeks ago. I'm next so week will be Caress the, the Rainbow. Look after that. It will be Invade Just the Rainbow. Give the rainbow a little gussy up on the side. Gobble the rainbow. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're not talking about the, the current trilogy, which will be ending next week. When yeah. this comes out, yeah, it'll, 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 be ending, it'll be ending now. It end when you're listening to this. The current yeah. trilogy has ended. Oh yeah, thank yeah, we, fuck. Oh, I forgot we rec- we record on the button, um, and they are saying, if I'm correct in this, that this is it's not just the end of this trilogy. They're saying this is the end of forty this, years of the world of of well of this section of Star Wars. Like they might return to it, but the the Skywalker story has now been told. Yeah, the old boy has it. <laughs> that's what they. That's what they got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Skywalker. Yeah shit saga so yeah. the you've got the original four five and six then you've got one two three and now you've got seven eight and nine this i is would like it. 
I would like to refer to it properly though and 1, 2 and 3 are the original films let's do chronological so we don't get confused sure I'm fine with 1, that. 2 and 3 are wait, A New oh, Hope fuck, Empire wait. Strikes Back Return of the Jedi but they're called episodes 4, 5, 6 they I don't that... give a shit no but they were called that before 1, 2 and 3 even existed so calling them 1, 2 and 3 is just confusing we have this problem every time we talk Star Wars okay if we're gonna if we're talking about an episode we're gonna refer to it by the name of the episode not the number okay yeah sure okay maybe We'll see. You know all the names, but right? for context, <laughs> in this episode... <laughs> I know are, the numbers! <laughs> in this episode, we are not talking about The Force Awakens or The Last Jedi, but we'll be talking or about... Or Star Trek. Absolutely right. right. No Star Trek. No Star Trek. Don't we will be talking about, about A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, The Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith. And oh, maybe a wee bit out. of Rogue One and Solo with Star Wars. We'll also yeah. talk about Rogue One and... Whatever that fucking garbage was about Han Solo. And I would like oh, to point like out Solo. that today I woke up and when I was shouting and thinking of my name, I was also thinking about how much I was excited to talk about Star Trek. I assume you were... And then Audio Boy has taken it away from me. Were you drinking a can in the shower? No. When you came up with that name? No, that's a sad thing. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't drinking a can of beer in the shower. That's just where my head went for a name. <laughs> um, so where do we want to start? Do we want to start at the very beginning? Let's start Star Wars and New Hope. Oh, or let's start with this question that I would like to ask. When it comes to Star Wars, at this point, do you care? Do you like it? Is it something you're excited by? Yes. I, when I was young, I loved Star Wars so much. I loved it so much. Am I like talking into the mic? I feel and like we're going back all, in time. All the films. Let me take you back I loved it as much as I love Christmas. You I loved Star Wars as much as you love Christmas. The first three films, I even really enjoyed. I was pretty young, so like the yeah, quality of the a film was not an issue for me. I enjoyed the rest. And what they've done now is diluted it so much for me that I literally cannot finish a Star Wars film anymore because I do not give a shit. Mm. Now, do, when you say diluted, you mean like... Not just the movies, but like the TV shows and the games and the comic books and the books. You mean saturated, not diluted. Either or. Well, diluted means that you get less the more you spread it. Yeah, but that's what it's... Yeah, so it's diluted it. The more it's been spread out, it's it's less quality. As in... Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Like diluted in the sense that the more that they keep adding to it, putting on top of it, it's the original source material just gets weaker and weaker and weaker and weaker. Okay. Where the original source material, if they just left it, is one of the best trilogies ever well, i don't know about that but okay what if you if you take into consideration how massive it is sure. when it was made how sure. good it looks for the time sure so here's the thing i i watched star wars four five and six so and you hope through to the empire strikes back empire and strikes jedi yeah keep me right i'll keep this. you, all, you um, i watched them i have no life this is what i do only a couple of years ago and without the nostalgia factor and without the the rose tinted glasses of of my childhood bringing them up um I had better memories of Phantom Menace and the and one two three, but he, as I got older, I was kind of like I can appreciate these aren't great films, but I grew up with you know what I mean like they yeah, were the ones that came absolutely. out when I was a kid, so I was at least like same as you like oh these are fine. Watching them older, I'm like these aren't great, but I watched four five and six, and they're by far better movies than one two three. But mm-hmm. I just didn't have that like instant attached to them. Yeah, and I did kind of a go, child's eyes. Looking yeah, and I, I watched them and was like these are fine. Like I totally I can these are completely watchable and it's fine, but. I think that's why, yeah, I, I, they just didn't resonate with me as much. But question. Then answering your question, Gav, is is I'm enjoying these ones. I don't want to go into too much about them, but I have enjoyed 7 and 8 9 because I feel we like they are... haven't enjoyed 9 yet. I haven't enjoyed 9 yet. But I've enjoyed 7 and 8 because I feel like it's trying to do what 4, 5, 6 did, but for today's generation. Right. And I, I get what you're saying. In the grand scheme of them, it's just more and it's more and it's more yeah. and it's more and you don't need it. But what it's trying to do, I'm on board with. I mean, I've been enjoying Star Wars as it kind of continues on okay uh, another question 
uh, when you watched uh, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of Jedi, was it the digitally redone ones that George Lucas went I've in and I watched them both because so I watched them and... So you've seen the clean version and then you've seen the dirty version. I watched the, the dirty versions first and I was watching it and I, there's a scene where Han Solo was talking to Jabba the Hutt. Yep. Jabba the Hutt That's the one I was literally going to mention. Fully, fully cgi like monster and everything else looks like it's filmed in the 80s. Yeah. And I went... Wait, what the? F- this can't be right. Like, what the fuck is yeah, this monstrosity? I've, I have only seen the uh, the OGs. Yeah, um, well, that's the right way to do it. Totally. Because I cause think it, yeah, that nice eighties sheen over. Like, it's it, like yeah, you don't need good. to. You don't need to pretend they weren't made in the eighties. They yeah. were made in the fucking eighties. Like, it's okay. Like nobody's nobody's angry at that. Like, and in the grand scheme of things, eighties <laughs> was a pretty great year for films in general. Yeah, like, it totally. was. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I think the first three are really good, and you hope's pretty boring to be honest. Which one's New Hope? The first one. The first one. The f- or the fifth one, if you want to do it like that. No, so the fourth I, one. I think it's the second yeah, one's the one, one that I remember thinking was the weakest of the three. The weakest. As in The Empire Strikes Back, the best Star Wars film to ever be made which, ever. Which one's the one where he's on the planet? They're all set on planet. <laughs> no, the- <laughs> so, what's, the, what's the Lord of the Rings movie? Apart, from, yeah. the more, apart, from, apart from the best, they're exclusively in space. The, the rest the, is on the planets. Swamp, the swamp planet. Uh, yeah, that could be Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi because he goes to Dagobah twice. Yeah. The one where he first meets Yoda then. Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Back. Notoriously I, the best Star Wars film ever. I know, I, Not notoriously, I, I, just famously. I remember watching Empire Strikes Back and it's fine, but it, it feels superfluous. Like It feels like everything that happens in that middle film could have just been split either side. So usually think about Empire half of it in the Back. first one, half of it in the second film. And but it was the 80s. They didn't make fucking massive films back yeah, then. Yeah, it's true. The Empire Strikes Back is the... A perfect example of a middle movie of a trilogy where it's like they have yeah. nothing to set up they have nothing to end they just get to tell a story in the middle that advances their larger universe like the two towers like the two towers yeah the second best lord of the rings movie and the empire strikes back is just perfect from end to end and it and it ends with one of the greatest cliffhangers of all time. Disclaimer, Gav thinks the best Lord of the Rings movie is the second Hobbit film. No, I think it's the Fellowship <laughs> of the Ring. <laughs> We've never talked about Lord of the Rings, but now Ryan's here, we can talk we about should, Lord yeah. of the Rings. I want that episode to happen. So we I'm can excited. do it. We, I, 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 yeah, we should. 2020. 2020, baby. We're so close. But uh, yeah, the Empire Strikes... Uh, for me, uh, when it comes to A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi... Turn Jedi is 100% the weakest because that's when George Lucas, instead of being a filmmaker, wanted to become a toy maker. And he's like, I want to make money off of toys, so yeah. I'm going to make a... Like, Star Wars is already a kid's movie, but Return of Jedi is a kid's movie. Yeah. But it's just like, it goes all the way into being a kid's movie. I, I think, always wanted one of those speeders that go fucking wow! ridiculously yeah. fast. Like, from zero to... Did you ever play a Star Wars Battlefront 2? You were ready for that yeah. one? Yeah. It came, it's so like, fast. when you got one of those in Star Wars Battlefront 2... <laughs> You're like, oh, I've got one. They're like, these are impossible to drive. I've just driven into a tree and now I'm dead. But that's what I love about those things. I love the fact that they start at zero and within a second, if you wow. hit a tree, if you hit a tree, you're fucking dead. Yeah. You are splattered. Absolutely. Great. I yeah. want one of them. I think um, <laughs> I think the big thing, like why Star Wars got so big, is they were kids' films yeah. that adults got Could surprisingly enjoy. on board yes. with. Yeah. I think more so than they expected. And then, I think, well, I, I would say they're young. Personally, I think watching them when I watched them, I thought these are, these are films for young, young, like, like, like teenagers, I suppose. That yeah. kind of like adventure kind of, yeah, you know, like sci fi adventure 13, 13 I mean, to 16. The, but that's also, you know, young adult. That's what I'm looking yeah. for. So they like films for young adults. And that's why young adult fiction, like books, you see grown ups reading Harry Potter, his dark materials, all these yeah. kind of things. Because I'm currently reading his dark materials. Even though they're, they're aimed at young adults, they're still adult enough that 
they're engaging and yeah. enjoyable enough. Yeah, my girlfriend is 28 years old and her her genre of choice is young adult fiction. Oh, and totally. She when does it, not care what people think about it. When that. George Lucas made those films, he was not fresh out of uh, film school, but he was still part of like the, the Rebels. Or something yeah. called, like, your Scorsese's and your Alpha. Was that a Star Wars? Yeah. Uh, well, that yeah, they were like they were called like the the Rebels and stuff because they were like they didn't they conform to the, the norm alliance. of filmmaking and stuff. And so like him and uh, Francis Ford Coppola and Scorsese and stuff, they were doing their own thing. And George Lucas uh, made movies. He was a car guy. He loved hot rods and greasers and guys in leather jackets. He wanted to be one of them, and that's what he kind of directed his movies towards. And then when it came to making a sci-fi epic, he just made hot rods in space yeah. where it's just like yeah. fast ships and cool guys like Han Solo with guns and just like uh, bounty hunters and all that. and then like it of course cool, the, isn't it? and then the empire are like the fucking the elite <sighs> the government that kind of shit it it's is like, good it is cool like, it's, it's it such is. a good idea like, it is cool it's not obviously not his idea but nah. it was done really well I mean by the time we got to the Return of Jedi like you say he was trying to make toys he was fresh out ideas Carrie Fisher was fresh out of nose. <laughs> like, it was, yeah, it was a bit, it I mean, got a bit. George Lucas did the same thing that Spielberg did. When Spielberg did the Indiana Jones movies, they were callbacks to the classic adventure yeah. movies of like the 40s and stuff. Yeah. And then George Lucas made callbacks to the classic sci-fi epic adventures of the 30s and 40s that he loved and then put his spin in it and just so happened to make the biggest franchise in history. It's weird as well that there are so many points where they didn't think it was obviously going to go well. Like, the fact that they almost wrote Harrison Ford out because they just didn't know if he was coming back in for it. Yeah. Like, there's so many opportunities for Star Wars to have just crumbled Which is managing stood. quite well now. Yeah. I I mean, well, <laughs> it is, but also when it comes to their movie universes, they're not doing... They're struggling. Who, Star Wars? Well, I mean, Solo was Star Wars story fucking bombed. Solo Star Wars story bomb. was so bad. And then when it comes I, to, I disagree. When it comes to episode nine, it's like... They're expecting it to do well. It's obviously going to do well, but after it, because it's, it's because they've done so badly with response from fans, the Last Jedi, for example, and Solo Star Wars story, they're like Bob Iger's like the head of Disney. We're going to take an extensive break with Star Wars, yeah, and that's why like they're doing something like the Mandalorian, where it's like it's just a wee mini series that goes out in Disney Plus. But then that's what you were saying. It's, it's yeah. a contained story that doesn't relate. The, specifically. the problem is they saturated the market, like because. Yeah. The point here where we've got Star Wars burnout is because we've, for the last four, five years, had a Star Wars film every single year. Do you know what's yeah. the, the incredible thing? As well as TV series. The, shit. Uh, Marvel and Disney have created the new Star Wars. We're like, if you go to a kid now and you say, you can watch the new Marvel movie or you can watch the new Star Wars movie, they're going to probably choose the new Marvel movie because yeah. Marvel has become the new Star Wars. But Marvel also fucking saturated the market yeah, yeah, with... Yeah. Their movies, but they made good movies. But they're also, but they're not. They don't have the same origin base that Star Wars have. They don't have that OG. That's true. You don't have to go back to a movie from the eighties. I think. I think that's the problem. I like for me anyway. I do think that's one of the big problems with Star Wars, uh, the current state of Star Wars. And I think this will be the last thing I'll I'll say on it because we should be talking about the previous ones, not talking about six, seven, seven, eight, nine. Um, But. They're, they're, Star Wars is currently stuck, torn between appeasing the eight, like the the children yeah. that grew up with Star Wars, and You're, the fan servicey stuff plus the new stuff. They're the kids, the stuff that they want to sell. build a continuous like universe. In Rogue One, where they just have R two D two and C three P on it for no reason. So like, yeah. see, you, you get it. Remember, remember those characters. Like, yes, I get it. Thank you. Don't yeah. need that scene. Like, there's so much of it, and it's just this. It is just like 
it must be difficult, but they just need to pick now. Like it's yeah, they, just need, they just need to appreciate that the fans that have grown up with Star Wars are going to probably come see it anyway, and they can't appease them. When and, I watched, and, and deal with the deal with it, you know, make make it young adult. Yeah. When I watch Solo: again. A Star Wars Story, it it becomes very apparent that the power of Disney is the failing of that film in the sense that they're like, oh, what if the film, what if it blows and no one likes it? They're like, we don't give a shit. We're Disney. We have all the money. We don't care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Film. That's the problem. The main problem with Disney is they literally don't have to make films that people like. They don't have to make films that sell well. They don't have to make films people can see. They have so much money, they're literally untouchable. They can yeah. make a Lion King remake, or they can make Frozen 2, or they can make... Disney can make Solo Star Wars 40 story. bad films <laughs> and it still makes and money. release them all in one month. <laughs> and no one can, they could spend billions on it, and it'd still be fine. And they could all be about how the Nazis were right. But honestly, and, like, and literally, wrong. Disney would not lose any money. <laughs> and that's the problem. So when you're getting like, films made by companies like A24 and stuff, they've probably got a pretty small budget. Yeah. Yeah. It's maybe a first time, second time director coming in. So I'm just gonna have to make another. Their reputation note. is on redact is, all the Disney slandering because <laughs> we are sponsored by Disney. <laughs> Their reputation is at stake, all that kind of stuff, and they just don't have that power. Yeah. Whereas if you're sitting in that nice, big, comfortable throne, they're like, we can literally we can film shit paint dry anything. Film yeah. the paint other thing that, and a consequence see it, and b it doesn't matter if they don't because we'll make loads of money. The other thing Disney uh, does and is able to do easily is they can just book out entire theatres for their movies. They'll, they'll, they'll hold the theatres hostage and say, we want oh, you to yeah. show this movie in this many screens. If you don't, we don't give you the movie. And guess what? You're going to lose all the money, and we won't, because we'll just go to the theatre down the street yeah. and give yeah. them double the what amount of screens. What film was that with? I remember it was that, uh, Har- uh, Tarantino's Hateful Eight. Like, where, like, they, like, Tarantino's like, I want to show my movie at this cinema on the 70mm stuff. And they were releasing, I think, Last Jedi at that time. And Disney was like, nope, we're we showing The Last Jedi. And then yeah. the cinema, the theatre, were just like, well, sorry, Tarantino, we had, need to go with Disney, otherwise they're going to take yeah. all their Star Otherwise they're never going to send another Disney film to this, this well, they're never yeah, theatre ever again. Also, it yeah. is the film that's going to bring people like, in. Like, the theatre the <laughs> wins because they make all the money from the Disney movie, and Disney wins because they make all the money. So, yeah. And they're never going to choose, as big and popular as Tarantino is, sadly, they're never going to choose him. They're always going to choose Disney. And yeah. we're getting to the point where... Well, theaters. Tarantino's a man, and Disney is like a, a corporation, a conglomerate. Conglomerate. It's like, but with Disney, it's Wait, like Tarantino is like the rebels, and Disney are like the. Please don't the compliment Tarantino. Uh, Tarantino are the rebels, and Disney are Nazis. But Disney have never been have never been accused of sexual assault, so or using the N word too much. <laughs> but it's like, but then they did bring out some of the South. Well, that's so. true. But we're getting to the point where, like, theatres are going to just become Disney theatres. Sorry, one final thought. I was talking to a friend about Disney the other day. She did her dissertation on um, how Disney have treated uh, people of colour for their, you know, for years. And I was like, yeah, I get it. You know, some of the South is horrendous. The Crows and Dumbo, yada, yada, yada. They've always portrayed black people. Mm. All this as well. like it, they've always been bad for it, and I was like, "Well, they're getting better." The Last Jedi, and she went, "No, but they're not getting better." I was like, "What? And I went, what do you mean?" And she said, "Well, when you think what you're describing, like the crows are bad because they look, you know, they're meant yeah, to yeah. look like black, you know, black people, colored people." Um, and there's a lot of other egregious ones like Peter Pan, which are bad. But then the closest, you know, then you get things like Sebastian, which isn't necessarily racist, but he's the only black character in that film and he's an animal. Yeah. And then you continue going down there, and it's like, "Well, what about Princess and the Frog?" And it's like, "Yeah, it's a film led by." black cast and they're frogs the entire fucking movie and it's like that film came out what 
nine See, years ago and, it, and yeah yeah they're still doing it they're still in yeah. their animated films going yeah yeah we're, we're fine with people of color as long as they're not on screen for too long yeah. Will Smith can be in Aladdin I mean oh, look he's how, blue though he's blue yeah. <laughs> I mean look how long it took them to do Black Panther yeah and then exactly. when it comes to Star Wars like, hey look we've got a black man it's like where are the rest I of mean, them well, yeah, I mean you've got John Boyega <laughs> and uh, like Lion King came out like all the car- all the cast and loads of the cast and that are black the two main characters but there are three main characters, Scars as well, right? It's uh, Chibatil, yeah. um, Chibatil Ford. Chibatil Ford. Uh, so, Star Wars. Let's move on sorry. from our... From yeah. our that, was, that was on me, that one. Fair enough. But let's, let's go back in. Let's go back dis- and talk I want to take films. a small disclaimer on Solo. It was okay. The bit when, you know, Lando Carson gets shot and Solo and uh, Chewie sit in the seat for the first time was like, oh, oh. What I liked about Solo, and I've, I'm sure I've said this on Mike before, is that... It felt like an action adventure movie in space, and, yeah. and I wasn't looking for anything else from that film. I like Han Solo is fine. I know everyone loves Han Solo, but I was kind of like, yeah, he's alright. He's again, he's don't not have my that favorite nostalgia. character in Star Wars. Yeah. yeah, so I kind of was watching it without the 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 hero worship. Yeah, so I watched it. And I was like, that was fun. It was fun. It was enjoyable. It had a big monster get sucked into a black hole. That was fucking dope. Um, that was good. That was fucking yeah. dope. But it's like skin was getting sucked yeah. off. Yeah. Like, Phoebe Waller-Bridge's so robot, good huge set out. She they had so a fucking train heist. Like yeah. that film is quite the literally train heist just, is good. That's what I mean. It's a, it's a bunch of action adventure stuff with a space face. You know what I mean? Like with a yeah. space skin slapped on the top. But Woody fine. Harrison was good. Paul Bettany is like, always a great baddie. Good. It's just the film's okay. The yeah, worst like, bit. That's the worst bit. I do agree with that. Why the fuck is Darth Maul in the film? Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Why the fuck is Darth Maul? Oh, the that's the little also. You're like bit. you see him and you're like, hmm, is it Darth Maul? And then for absolutely no reason whatsoever, he powers up his lightsaber <laughs> yeah. in a hologram for no reason. And you're like, you're like, oh, it's Darth Maul. But why the fuck did he do that? There was no need for him to do that. There, um, there is a moment that's happened in real life that we can all picture minds where we're in the house of Ray Park. And we're just zooming in on a phone covered in cobwebs and <laughs> dust. And he's just sitting there ready for his next convention where someone's going to ask him to spin a lightsaber around. And he's going, oh, I can't wait to that. And then Nick, all of a sudden, ring, the phone goes off. And he, he's like, am I dreaming? What's going on? And he picks up and goes, hi, Ray. It's, uh, it's Disney, Disney here. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, yeah, another prank call. Thanks, Marty. Puts it down and he rings again. He's like, yeah, no, it's Disney. Like, we, we want you to come back Don't and play tomorrow. He's like, yeah, yeah he's, sure, like, okay, he's like, sitting like, in his house and it's just all you can hear about. It's like, <laughs> as he watches it, he just rewinds him cutting Qui-Gon Jinn in half over and over again this was the high point um, it wasn't X-Men where he played Toad that's for sure no it was not was that him? yeah, yeah. what? so let's let's go back in time Should we, well, we're talking do you, about um, do you want to dissect I really understand why people don't don't like the, the sequels yeah or, or prequels I think I can get it. One, two, three. I, I, Phantom Menace, Tack of the Clones, Burn to the Sith. We'll just go prequels. Everyone knows them as the prequels. But the fact, the only thing that they benefit in is that they have the future of filmmaking on their side. Yeah. So you get to see lots of the stuff that's spoken about. Again, with Solo, a Star Wars story, it's basically Solo is based on a story told in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Between Lando Carrizian and Harrison Ford. They tell the story of the Castle Run and you get to see that. Yeah. And you get to see it with future technology. Which Great. Is nice. Which is the again the benefits of the first three films. Yeah. You get to see lightsaber battles. I mean, pretty much your only lightsaber battle are Alec Guinness and Darth Vader and then Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader. Yeah. That's really it. And they're both pretty clunky, pretty shit. Yeah. Whereas in the new ones you get to watch big 
futuristic CGI lightsaber battles. Your characters People are looking better. About, they're spinning their lightsabers yeah, all over the joint. dumb and rubbish. You hear all about the Jedi Order. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. you get to see them. Loved it. Loved However, this Jedi is, the, Order stuff. This is the, the weakest part. Not the Jedi Order specifically, but what was reminding me, the weakest part of the originals is they're so bogged down in their political fucking commentary. Yeah, it was really like trying to play to the world. Yeah. yeah. Do you know when I was watching the original 4, 5, and 6, and there was massive Hoth battles, and they're destroying the Death Star, and Luke and Darth Vader having these emotional fights at the end of the movie and such. You know, I was like, not really an emotional fight, is it? Is when the music playing is just like Luke uh, goes, "You ooh, killed my sister. father. That's why and I'm then, here." And then, and then Darth Vader you know, goes, you know "No, I, really, I am your father." I was just sitting there and I was like, "Do you know what? This, this is an eight-year-old boy." I was like, "Do you know what? This is missing trade negotiations. Yeah. Give me more trade <laughs> negotiations. I want to know how these racially insensitive Chinese-looking characters are going to talk about trade negotiations with the white people. Please give me more George Lucas, and then give us a racially insensitive George R. Binks character, and just keep." Digging that hole, you old white man. What? Do you know what I want to know? How did Natalie Portman's career survive? That's true. FIFA Vendetta. That's how. <laughs> Who is it that they get to play her? Keira Knightley. Is it Keira Knightley? Yeah. yeah. That's so good, though. It's her first on screen role. Well, Keira and it should have been yeah, her fucking like last. 14 or 15. Because as I've spoken about recently, Keira Knightley is the worst actor <laughs> in the world. She's not the worst in actress in the world. The world. And I'll consider every aspect of film ever. You know? <laughs> Ever. Bollywood, porn, I don't care. <laughs> Kira Knightley is the worst in the world. Uh, I'm gonna okay. find I'm gonna find a good Kira Knightley movie. The whole Good luck. She isn't in the hole. Isn't she? No, that's a Shia LaBeouf, like uh, Sigourney Weaver. No, no, that the hole. That's holes. That's holes. Oh. I'm talking about the hole. I don't know what the hole is. The hole is Kira Knightley and like three of her friends, they find a hole in a forest and they will climb oh, in it. Oh yeah. And then they get stuck in it. And for then some they all turn on it's each so other. Shit. Huh? You turn on they each other. They turn on each other. Uh, one, the little geeky girl that finds the hole turns out that she orchestrated the whole thing so she could have sex with somebody. Oh, man, that film was fucking terrible. It sounds amazing. Why are we not watching that? <laughs> I mean, it sounds more interesting than the fucking prequels. Um, so yeah, it's like, yeah, the, the trade negotiations and all that political bullshit was just so fucking, even now remembering it, I remember just being like, what is, what is, what, why is this in my film about flying cars and space adventures and, and, and lightsabers and, and space adventures? Yeah. Nazis. Like, I, it wasn't until rewatching no, the Nazis them. aren't there yet. It wasn't until rewatching them because I, I rewatched. It's Disney, the Nazis are always there. <laughs> and I did it wrong. I did rewatch, uh, I, when I decided to watch four, five, and six, I watched one, two, three, four, five, six. So as a kid, I watched bits of four, five, six. Then I watched one, two, three at the cinema. And then when I grew up, I was like, right, time to do it. Watched one, two, three, four, five, six. Um, and I remember when I was started the rewatch of the prequels going, I don't remember the actual story of this. I remember the basics that Anakin starts off as a kid and he gets grown up to be a Jedi and then he turns on the Jedis and then he bangs Padme. Mm -hmm. I remember all that. But then all the other stuff about the trade senates and the order of the Jedi's and, and they've got to deal with it and General Grievous. The, the, I was like, General Grievous was clearly in there for one reason and one reason only toys. to look fucking great. To look and toys. To be a toys. Sick. Well, that he is a bit of foreshadowing as well, though, which I do quite like. He foreshadows that mechanical men like Darth Vader aren't as good as pure grown home. So sophisticated. Home so uncivilized. Humans. Way. Because he's got the respirator breath as well, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Apparently he was at one point a man and then he wasn't. 
I don't. He's got a man's heart. He's he has a old, heart. Yeah. He's just a little. Well, he's a tin man. At what that is, point, what is a shame not, about? Would you Star not just War? get rid of the heart though? The original Star Wars one is Hayden. Fuck it off. Hayden Christensen's career. That poor kid. He, la- yeah, no, he was no, not Hayden. The kids who played him in Phantom Menace. That poor kid who's had to go to. Oh yeah, that kid. Uh, like AA and he's. Also, the guy, who played, the guy who played Jar Jar Binks gets a really yeah, fucking hard time Yeah, he tried to commit well. suicide a couple of times because, yeah. of, like, because of the shit he gets he, daily. You know what annoys me about Jar Jar Binks as well? Like, and that, that kind of mentality for Jar Jar Binks. As we pile no, on no, the shit he gets <laughs> The mentality daily. for Jar Jar Binks. What fucks me off about it? I agree that he is grating in the movie. And he does feel out of place. But he's kind of no more out of place than the first time you see Yoda. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like the first time you see Yoda in the in the actual film, or Simon Pegg's character in yeah. the the Force Awakens. Like, yeah, but you know what's the difference? Like, the, it's not. It's they're not on a... screen for five minutes max. Jar Jar Binks is a primary part of the first movie, and if you watch yeah. the behind the scenes of the making of Phantom Menace, which I have sat through, and they are hilarious. <laughs> when it's George Lucas, you just be like, Jar Jar's the key to the movie. He ties it all together. He's the funniest character we've ever had. He genuinely thought Jar Jar was the best thing to happen to the Phantom Menace. <laughs> and then there's this great thing you can watch. If you ever watched like the Red Letter Media uh, dissections of those movies. Harmless ain't going to do it. They're incredible. But there's a behind-the-scenes section where all the directors and producers and writers have watched the movie for the first time. The lights come up, and there's just silence and shock as they realise they have made pure trash. <laughs> and George Lucas says, well, we can't change it now because these only these bits need to fit together so the movie stays together. And I was like, wow. Even before the movie came out, they knew they'd done something terrible. Like Ben Affleck in that interview. With Hello, Armageddon. darkness, my old friend. Oh, yeah. With fucking... Justice League. <laughs> no, it was Batman v Superman. Was it Batman v Superman? Yeah. <laughs> I th- yeah, absolutely. I think that. But again, they're like, oh, he's such a bad character. I'm like, it's a film for children. Yeah. Yeah, the, the prequels are 100% kids' movies. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, well, no, but then that's what's weird about them. They are, but they aren't. Because no kid, no, if you made a kid watch those, so what, 10, 11, 12, 13, up, up to 14. They're going to tell you about all the cool bits, and yeah. they'll be like, "But what's what about the Jedi Order and the trade negotiations and all that stuff and the Republic?" But that's to tie like, in. That's to tie uh, into those original '80s Star Wars. That's George like Lucas. They're trying to this sell is, the both. Oh, you know? all these people who watch my movie and the kids, what are they? What are they know? Oh, they're thirty-five and they want politics. Yeah. So I'll put that in the movie. He because he's a yeah. young people want sword fights. Old people want politics. I did like Brian Blessed's uh, big Gungan. What did we think of pod racing? Pod racing was sick. Released one like of the sick bad or sick good. No, sick with a pH. Okay, the good kind. Thick. No, like like I'm sick, kidding. but you spelt with a pH. Right. So we've finished the Phantom Menace. Now we get pod to, racing was sick. Now Great game to, on the PlayStation One. Those arcade machines as well. Where you got the actual. Remember them? Oh yeah. yeah. Remember them? And you just crashed and wasted your quid. It was the fucking best racing. pound you spent. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then Wado, the 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 anti-Semitic yes, that's, flying oh, bug. I forgot about the anti-Semitic yeah. character, the Phantom Menace. Also, God, he just you hit every single one. Welcome me. He's like George, you you've gone after Asian people and black people, but you didn't get the Jews. I went, hold on, wait, I got the Jews. I was like, thanks, George. On a, man. on a side note, very quickly, why don't the Jedi mind tricks work on Wado? Is it just like an evolutionary thing? Like in the Star Wars universe, because he is circumcised. <laughs> is it? Like, what, is there any? Re- is it ever explained why Watto doesn't? I'm sure in a book or on a Wikipedia <laughs> page or Wikipedia page, whatever, there'll be some it's funny nonsense. how much Watto looks like Amadjali. 
Neither, right? Well, <laughs> Big old. <laughs> uh, so when it comes to Attack of the Clones, uh, I'm just gonna. I need to say something. Kid Fister. Kid Fister. Kid Fister. Yes. <laughs> uh, Ryan, Best character. Ryan has made the point that I like to make grandiose statements about films, and when I'm about comes. to make. I'm about to make a grandiose statement about this film, but I genuinely yeah. believe this, which is Attack of the Clones, is one of the worst movies ever made. I'm actually yeah, fine with that. <laughs> Attack of the Clones is just unconnected scenes of I think plot I don't know what it is so and how well other do you guys remember of this? just callbacks how, do you, how well do you remember Attack of the Clones pretty well so my memory again watching it recently a couple years back now um I've probably not seen weird, it for 10 years weird long neck aliens yep the Boba Fett, no Django Fett Django Fett decides to make an army of Django Fett's with we, his son Boba with his son Boba yep. no but he takes one of them isn't it is that not why I thought that was I thought he took a no, clone he's the clone who? Django. Django Fett. But he takes another clone to raise it, like, and he's like, don't no, give no, this no. one he the aging the, thing, no, does he? No, he? he has the, he is the clone. He's decided he's an elite bounty hunter. Yeah. He's a good soldier. Yeah. And the Empire decide that he's a good person to clone. Okay. So they clone him. So that's he has it's, his own it's, it's son. It's not the Empire. It's not the a clone. The I thought Boba was a clone. No, no, Boba's just his own blood son. Oh, his right. Okay. And pregnant a woman have a baby son. Okay. And that's, that's why, why he ages so I remember that. naturally, I think. And yeah. I remember the reason they're doing that is because someone, pass is making a robot army. Uh, um, uh, Christopher Lee. Who's, uh, uh, Count Dooku. Count Dooku. Samuel or, Jackson's uh, kicking about. It's called, what's his name? His name is Darth Sidious. No, it's Count Dooku. Yeah, Count Dooku has a Darth name as well, though, because he's a Sith Lord. Oh, Darth Sidious sounds familiar. The separatists. Darth Separatist? No, they're just called the Separatists. Oh, like right. Okay. The conglomerate of people that are making the, anyway, the robot army. Moving on from that. I remember those two bits. And then I remember the big fight at the end with Kid Fister. <laughs> I, do not, I do not remember why the se- Separatists it, are fighting the, the clones. Because Anakin, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and Natalie Portman are putting the, right, the Coliseum thing. What? But... I can't piece where any three of those people are during right. any of the movie. So, here's what I remember. Uh, there uh, is an assassination attempt on Natalie Portman. Darth with the, with the millipede. It Darth fails, Tyrannus. Sorry. Darth Tyrannus. Uh, it Tyrannus. leads them to Tyrannus. Django. They, f- they find Django on Camino. They find the clone army. Uh, the Republic set up to make a clone army, but then hid it because they didn't want it. And now they want it because the Separatists are making a robot army. They then go to Geonosis where they see God, Count Dooku really and bad. other Separatists. And then Yoda and everyone show up and the clones fight the Separatists. Yoda has that crazy jumping about fight. No, that's with the third the, one. With, uh, with Count Dooku. And that's Dooku. Dooku that's in the second one. And when Anakin and loses his hand, because if you're in a Star Wars film, you have to lose a hand. Lose yes. Hand. And uh, then the movie ends. So that's, yeah, okay. I don't remember any of this The stuff. movie ends with yeah, Count Dooku dies. No, he doesn't. He dies in the third one. Yes, he does. Right at the start. Oh, yeah, because he gets away and they're chasing Count Dooku, which is how the third one starts. Anakin beheads him. And Count Dooku... Let's into the dark side. Count Dooku introduces his yes. bodyguard robot human man, General Grievous. And that's enter, the third film. Enter Revenge of the Sith. So third film... Do you like me to give another plot synopsis? Third film is where the political stuff really gets to headway. Third film... Emperor Anakin Palpatine, kills a bunch of kids. Emperor Palpatine, a.k.a. Darth Sidious, the Emperor, right. takes power, fights Yoda. Yeah. After he realizes Obi-Wan that he's goes been off on a side quest and he goes fights off on that big General Grievous, Anakin uh, is just pretty much Killing teased. Kids. Obi-Wan you know. has that fucking awesome big lizard thing. Yeah. 
That's such a good impression of the big lizard. <laughs> you knew that was my greatest impression of all time. Uh, Anakin is seduced by Palpatine because he, f- he has dreams of Padme dying during birth and he wants oh, to yeah. learn how to save people from oh, and dying. Oh, he does the... Is it Attack of the Clones? He does the thing where he kills all the, all the Gungan? Yeah, he the kills Gungan, all the Gungan. Oh, people. The younglings. No, he kills Gungans because no, they he, kidnap and he kill his mother. He kidnaps his mum and he kills them all. Right. When does he kill the younglings? The when, one. when he f- proper... Goes evil. Goes bad. Like he's right. like, uh, execute on at 66. And then they all You've go. You said that twice in the last I know, two weeks. I know. Wait, that's, then, that's, the, that's the third that's film. The third yeah, yeah. I, thought, I thought that was nope. four, five, and six. And then there's that. Oh. O- the only good oh, scene man. in the entire Revenge of the Sith where they have the dramatic music and all the Jedi get fucking wiped out. Leave it, they- Anakin. I have the high ground. Mm-hmm. That one. Yeah. Well, so basically, that. the whole thing is that Emperor Palpatine funds the making of the robot army in order for the goodies to make him a clone army so that they kill all the robots, all the robots die, and then he basically uses all his clone army, which he's made... Which turns the stormtroopers. The goodies pay for. He's indoctrinated them. And then he uses them to kill all the Jedis and Anakin. And you know... And you have a great scene where Obi-Wan, or sorry, Hugh McGregor, has to laugh through saying, he's killed younglings. (laughs) We've definitely spoken about this before. All of that, that entire dumb, convoluted, stupid plan exists because the Siths have that stupid rule of two. Yeah. For no fucking reason. And you know what? And all, none of them stick by do it. Do you want to go back to the boardroom roleplay we did? I'm just saying, All man, the three films fucking dumb. could have been done on the, the big word thing that they do at the start of all Star Wars films. The, on a crawl. It's just a word crawl. We could have just read it. <laughs> the, <laughs> the prequels <sighs> are convoluted, straight trash but they're also released in a time the early 2000s where loads of trash was released it is is funny though when you talk about the main plot points of to explain what happens in the original star wars trilogy compared to the prequels original star wars luke skywalker finds out he might be a jedi goes to a swamp planet meets a frog and then goes and <laughs> takes on his dad in yeah. a fight. Yeah, his dad who has been evil and is trying to destroy Meanwhile, the rebels the are trying to destroy the Empire as a totalitarian force. That's and pretty see, much the, thing, the, the bad thing as well is obviously the Compared first... Compared to what we just explained the in the The original three, four, five, and six build up to the fact that Darth Vader is actually quite a goodie. And then yeah. the, the, the one, two, and three are like, oh no, he killed all those kids. He's actually not that good. He's, He's unredeemable. Bad. He's irredeemable. You yeah. were the chosen one. You were supposed to save the... Leave it out again. I have the high ground. I like Joe. Best bit. I have the. High I'm ground. so glad Aiden Christensen now works in a fucking pub. Do, or do you know what I would like to make comment upon? Is genuine <laughs> Star pub. Wars fans don't deserve Star Wars. And <laughs> I say this because when the trilogy came out, when it came out, and ever since. Star Wars fans, stop making that fucking motion. Star Wars fans were like, we hate Star Wars, we hate all the people in it, we're going to rip into them. One of them being the actor who played Palpatine, for example. Yeah. And then last year, uh, Star Wars, uh, Wankoff Con, whatever it might be called, stop it. The, sh- the couch is shaking, you're doing it so vigorously. Well, that's a bigger one. I don't know if I can take that kind of size. Then last year, the actor, Hadrian Christian, and also the actor who played Palpatine, both separately came out on stage, and all those fickle little weak Star Wars fans went, oh my god, we fucking love you, we're so excited that you're coming back as Palpatine, blah, blah, and like, you are lying bastards. Yeah. You have sat on the internet for the last 10 to 15, that didn't go in my eye that time, you sat <laughs> for the last 10 to 15 years 
shitting on these people, calling them terrible things, making their lives miserable. And now that they've walked out onto a stage while you're surrounded by a bunch of other fickle twats, you're all like, oh yeah, we love them now. We can't wait for them to come back in episode nine. Liars, they don't deserve Star Wars. This sounds uh, specifically, like, suspiciously specific. All three Star like, Wars... Like you were there. All three Star Wars trilogies as well. Obviously, I can't confirm the new one. Uh-huh. I kind of all based on... The, they, they're all done in the same formula, really, aren't they? Um, pretty much. Yeah, they're like... Yeah, just the Here's same. the biggest problem with Star Wars. I'm excited to hear what you're going to say. Is that it's incestuous. It's the same problem... This is my fucking argument. I, yeah. This is what I say all the fucking and time. And, Audio Boy, please don't be angry. But it's the same problem. It's the same. Oh, he'll give a shit when I say it. It's the same problem that Star Trek has, which is that it's. So you're not talking. I know. I'm not going to say anything more. I'm just saying Star Wars. Cancel. Star Wars is trapped in the Skywalker family, and Star Trek is trapped with Kirk and Picard, and they they are unwilling to escape these characters and do original stories didn't you hate them you could have said that about any other film franchise <laughs> indiana jones you could have said fast and furious then. back to the future i mean paul walker's coming back for the next one apparently isn't paul he walker's dead pan breed what they're How's doing the paul whole coming uh, back? like cgi face thing. do you know what's as well as when they phone someone probably the country plays darth maul they're like here we want you to play paul walker you're just <laughs> his body though you won't I mean, do a face on you his brother did it for the seventh one so probably get his brother yeah. and didn't it look fucking terrible on retrospects Every, at the time everyone was like, oh it was so they good they always I, do I watched it and I thought that does not look speaking good. of terrible CGI face remakes Rogue One with Princess Leia and Grand Moff Tarkin what did we think of Rogue One that was a great segue oh, yeah so Carrie good. Fisher's dead as well isn't she she's dead she's, she's in the new one yeah they, oh, now you should watch some of the behind the scenes of like they've taken scenes that they filmed from like Force Awakens and stuff and then just like completely remade everything from her Outfits to her hair to the background to the. It's jewelry. not the first time in her life that Carrie Fisher's face has been remade. <laughs> or Luke Skywalker's when he had that terrible motorbike accident. Mm. I'm glad you're okay, Mark Hamill. Uh, I wonder if they filmed anywhere they're going to have to CGI all the birds out of it again for new cre- crazy little aliens. That'd be good. Porgs. I just any, just give me weird shit in Star Wars. That's all I want. Genosis was full of. Uh, Little insect guys, wasn't it? This is true. Yeah. Which one? What's Genosis? The one with the intact the clones. The sandy the, planet. They're all fucking sandy planets. Sand or yeah, snow. I've sorry. read it. And they're clearly, like, that's the annoying thing about Star Wars is they clearly cannot think of another substance that doesn't already exist on Earth. That isn't going to be, like, the lava planet where they have their fight, the volcano planet, which is... Uh, Mustafar. Yeah. You, you, can't, you can't live there. <laughs> like, you yeah. can't have a lot of shit happening there because Darth if Vader's it's fucking made of magma, Mustafar, which trouble. is also in Rogue One. Big Cloud City made of clouds. Rogue One. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. It was just, Cloud City was just a city I'm, I'm, in the sky. But it was just one big sky. Shit. Big aliens. Yeah. Darth Vader's castles. We don't care. We heard what you said the first time. We're actually deliberately ignoring you. Shut up. <laughs> I saw a, 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 a funny joke online which someone says, imagine someone from the Star Wars universe came to Earth and saw a planet filled with different oh, elements. Filled with all the planets from Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> Water, sand, and a jungle. <laughs> this place is a utopia. But apparently Hoth is like, it's snow, but it doesn't snow. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. God, I hate this. I've always wanted a Tauntaun. Can we just talk about Star Trek? Having a Tauntaun would be pretty dope. Be class, wouldn't it? 
Especially when you get cold, you can cut it open and lie inside. The AT AT is one of the worst pieces of fucking uh, military technology I've ever seen in my entire life. I know, it's crazy. Yeah, why it's does like, it need big legs? Why is it the slowest, most lumbering fucking thing? <laughs> it can only shoot directly ahead of it. And if you what if you Got dismantle it? one of its legs, it's, it's fucked. It's role play time. Hey, uh, <laughs> boss. Uh, so we've created this new armored tank that we want to use to try and that thing there. Take down. Uh, no, no, not that tiny one. See if you just look up all the way. See this? Oh, I thought I was standing next to a, a wall. No, th- this is our new. T- it's a uh, hundred and twenty feet tall. Yep. It moves uh, two miles an hour. Only has. How two- can only move two miles an hour? I mean, one of those steps should be uh, at least uh, twenty miles. The legs are so. The structure of the legs just don't work. It's really cold. The also, uh, it right. can only fit three people in the cockpit, and can it I has ask- two guns in the front. Can I ask it. a question? See that huge big bit of the back? Yeah. What's that for? What, uh, that's, what in there. That, that's just the engine. It's just, it's just <laughs> the whole engine. Spare parts. This, this we, doesn't look like it's a, we this have te- efficient. Lens. We have the technology to go into light speed in space, <laughs> but we cannot make efficient we, we fucking. Went, we went walking to these guys things. called Bentley. Uh, they made this massive big engine for us. Just shoved it in so the back there. That's of, actually what Le Mans uh, pre sixty seconds about. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just out of curiosity, boys, uh, I, I can tell you spent a bunch of time working on the eighty eighty here. What's its uh, key function is it like a siege weapon no it slowly just walks towards uh, maybe like a wee trench of guys and wipes them out but if a ship with a tiny little fishing rope was to just tie it up fucked done what, to be what's honest, the likelihood it, of one of these things shooting a ship out of the sky if it's, no not chance, good at shooting it it's like a peg it can't look up <laughs> yeah it cannot look up also, so what you're telling me is you spent the last five years R&D and billions of space credits by the looks of it yeah. creating a slow moving Trojan horse yeah. which you yeah, can't well, put guess- people in because it's full of spare parts and it can only shoot kind of okay. at the ground. How about yeah, well, this? guess what? The worst tomorrow and you don't have anything else. So. <laughs> how, how about this? Would you like, would you like you to have see... no more money. <laughs> would you like to see our two-legged version that can be trapped up by rocks? Oh, my Thrown God. by teddy bears? Because we have that over here. <laughs> However, the two-legged version, no matter how small, doesn't waste as much space. This is true. P.S. How did they get them onto that planet? Oh, man, I don't <laughs> understand... It's just mind-boggling. Toys. So much of style. It toys. is toys, isn't it? Toys, toys, toys. <sighs> choke, choke, right. Choke. Do we have any... Toys, like, toys, you know, because we're going to be talking about episodes 7, 8, and 9. Um, should, we, should we just finish up by saying... I, like, it's a slightly shorter than usual, but we're gonna, we've got a whole other Star Wars episode coming up, yeah, so let's yeah, just make yeah. them a shorter we'll, one. Uh, Has uh, got any back. final thoughts on the originals? Uh, I would finish up by saying J.J. Abrams... They keep saying uh, episode 9 is going to finish the 40-year 9-movie saga that he has created that is humanly impossible yeah. and if he does do it i'm gonna bow down to him and kiss his feet because you have at this point three separate trilogies led by three different teams of people all tonally different all mm. technology wise different story wise different and character focus different so somehow they're gonna wrap up nine films and i'm like how <laughs> so i can't wait at this point i'm fascinated to see what he's gonna do with that movie fascinated is a good word Skittles, uh, I'm. Um, I like the the first three. I don't mind the originals. I watched them as a child, and they were fun. Yep. If someone said to me right now, "You're never ever going to watch Star Wars or another Star Wars film ever again," I would maybe be slightly annoyed for three seconds. Yeah. I would not be bothered. I'm. I've lost all love or hope for it. If some, like for example, if someone came to you today and says you can watch uh, the next big mcu temple movie that you're like the new thor movie or you can watch the new big temple star wars movie watch i would one. say is kenneth Branagh directing either of those films and i'll pick <laughs> the one he's not doing well taika Waititi's did the thor movie yeah 
That was good. Well, apart from no, Kenneth Branagh did the first two. Take I know, but Tiger Tito's in the new one. That's good. Yeah, Gary. I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm tackle the, my titties. I'm the boot. <laughs> tackle my titties. Um, <laughs> I want tackles now. Kid Fister. Kid Fister. <laughs> no, name your character something that sounds like Kid Fister. It's Kit. So Kid, for anyone who, Kit so Fisto. for anyone that doesn't know, it is Kit Fister. He's the guy with a squid in his head. That. That's we did a Star Wars episode a very long time ago where we talked about Kit Fisto, but kept calling him Kid Fister. And then it was like, Wayno Rape or something It was a character you came up with? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Rape? I don't know. It's just like, you said something. You no, I said Wayno Rape was a character no, I, I think I made a joke. I made a joke like naming naming Kit Fisto, Kit Fisto, you might as well put a character in there that is called Wayne Baper. <laughs> and then when when and then be surprised like, oh, everyone keeps calling Wayne Baper my favorite new Jedi, Anal Raper. Like, well, that's because it fucking sounds like that um so yeah I, i'm looking forward to it i think the next three i've enjoyed the, the the current three i think seven was like the nostalgia fest i'm in the kind of minority i think last Jedi was a good film i really enjoyed it we'll um, get to that did we, we will the, get to it the bit at the end with the wee kid in the brush we'll, we'll get to it i i did enjoy it though and i'm looking forward what to the about one. the fucking casino planet well yeah but that's like but, no, but, but then you but then that's like it's not it's, it's not like it's Exclusively a problem for seven, eight, and nine. That's, I feel like Benicio there's del weird Toro. parts throughout all of the Star Wars you movies. Mean, b- 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 Benicio del Toro. Benicio del Toro could play it like both the, the same character in <laughs> in the Avengers and in Star Wars. He's literally <laughs> the same person. <laughs> but um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to the next yeah. one. I do wish Ryan Johnson, or I wish anyone other than J.J. Abrams was directing it though, because because it just means that. Even though everyone hated Ryan Johnson, I feel like at least he pushed the fucking boat out and didn't play it so fucking we safe. We are going to talk about this. We're now going to get it in next week's episode. Oh, we will. We All will, right, guys. Right, that Let's is it from it. us. Uh, as always, social media roundup. Gav, you do it this week. Uh, I can't be fucked. If you want to follow us on Twitter at Meandering Pod, Instagram and Facebook, search for the Meandering Movie Podcast. Email us Podcast at gmail.com. If you're on iTunes or Spotify, there are links in the description. Gary's on Twitch, uh, Pixels Cafe, every so often. Give him a wee subscribe. It's free. You've got Prime and he gets money from it. You give them no money. Uh, and uh, give us a review on iTunes if you want. Uh, and that is the end of the episode. Let's say thanks to Gary, Skittles, and the dregs that bought me a recant. And shout out to Audio Boy, who looks like he's having the best fucking time of his life. Bye. Share about Tell your pals. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. So.